0: Self-efficacy is the foundation of all healing, being able to bring the healing fully home versus relapsing. Self-efficacy is like a muscle that you can strengthen through specific methods. And today we'll be looking at that as far as the four components that comprise the full effect of self-efficacy. Satnam, beautiful goddesses, I am Jodhira Jitkwar and I help overachieving Black and Brown women take their sovereignty back by healing their inner child wounds, reprogramming their subconscious mind, and being able to fully be prosperous in this life. And this is our movement. Welcome to today's Sovereign Women Movement show. As Mars enters Gemini today and will be staying in the sign of Gemini until april 22nd so this is a very epic important day and it will absolutely feel like you can actually start to take action maybe even the past a uh, few especially last couple of months where Mars was in Taurus which doesn't it doesn't like being in Taurus you could have felt a little stagnant you could have felt like maybe things were not moving well now with this new energy we're going to start to see things move forward a lot quicker the signs that are going to benefit the most from this are all the air signs like Gemini Libra Aquarius Lizzie and those that perhaps will feel a little more overwhelmed are going to be Virgo Sagittarius and Pisces just because of the type of energy that we are going to be dealing with there's never a good or bad in astrology it's always awareness of the energy so you know how to actually transmute it but you can definitely feel a sense and a shift as these uh, new as this new energy moves into gemini mars loves gemini so we should be seeing a lot more uh, ability to take action upon our dreams to take action upon our purpose, especially as it relates to the future, the new age of consciousness, the golden age. And so this week, we have been talking about self-efficacy and really the foundation of the psychology of being able to fully heal versus healing and then relapsing. Relapsing meaning going back to your old behaviors, relapsing even as it relates to addictions. And this week, we have been talking about the components of self-efficacy. On Monday, I shared with you a specific methodology to move into higher abilities to have self-efficacy. And we explained how it has nothing to do with self-esteem. Some people think that they have self-esteem, but yet they're not able to fully take action or they truly don't believe that their behaviors could actually make an impact on their health. Self-efficacy is the foundation of the psychology that needs to be looked at in order to really be able to complete your goals, whether that's in business to be able to also bring the feeling circle back home so that you don't go back into the old behaviors and you relapse yesterday we talked also about the importance of community and how isolation and the dangers of social media can really obstruct our levels of self-efficacy those replays are now on the podcast so go check them out you can find us everywhere where podcasts are streamed Uh, Spotify, Apple, it seems like everybody listens from Apple or from my website, but I, for some reason, like to listen off of Spotify. So whatever floats your boat, thank you for all of those that have been sharing. I want to give a huge shout out also to Kylie. Kylie is one of our community members and she's an amazing, beautiful goddess. And thank you for sharing the podcast with your community today as well. really appreciate you so much. And so we're going to continue the conversation today on self-efficacy. Now, self-efficacy today, we're gonna look at the four components of self-efficacy. And I want you to, as I'm explaining these to you, to go within, to really look at your own life, to look at, bring some awareness as to how you process self-efficacy. Because when I tell you that self-efficacy is like a muscle that we can strengthen, it is nothing but the truth. Self-efficacy is something that we can practice and something that we can learn to integrate. And this is something that also very successful people have a very strong hold of, whether it relates to healing, whether it relates to following your dharmic purpose, whether it relates to relationships. So we're going to get the four components today and we're going to start with the first component of self-efficacy. Now, the first component of self-efficacy has to do with an active mastery. And a lot of the information that I'm sharing with you is uh, given to us from the psychologist Albert Banduna, who coined this term of self-efficacy, which I myself integrated and learned a lot about last week in my Kundalini Yoga therapist training, where we actually have, are able to integrate specific meditations and Kriyas that allow us to increase the level of self-efficacy. I shared with you on Monday how there's one specific meditation right now that we're practicing inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality that by practicing it one time, because they did lots of studies on lots of human beings who had different types of illnesses like cancer, diabetes, HIV, and they were able to discover that by practicing this specific meditation, one time, the levels of self-efficacy increased significantly in all areas of the components of self-advocacy. And so one of those components has to do with an active mastery. And that has to do with practicing, practicing, practicing. That's why it is a muscle that you can strengthen. And this also has to do for me, this is something that you can do yourself is you can actually journal and you can sit and journal those instances in your life where you took action, even though the situation was very dark, or there were a lot of challenges around you. I know for me, I look back at my life, and I specifically remember an incident that happened not a very long time ago, maybe five years ago, very tragic incident where most people would probably not even come out of their house for a few months or a few years because of how serious this was. And I remember that the day that it happened, the next day, I had to do a presentation. I had to do a speech in front of hundreds of people. And all of these hundreds of people knew what had happened. So you can only imagine how I felt about attending this uh, event to give a speech. But during that time, I was also incorporating a lot of inner work. I had come back from the Peruvian jungle. Had uh, done a lot of uh, Western, had uh, had practiced plant medicine. And that's when Kundalini Yoga actually came into my life during that time. So I remember during this very tragic incident, I had two choices. I could either stay at home and pretend to be a victim, or I could face the music. And that's exactly what I did. I woke up the next day. I presented a speech in front of hundreds of people. I was very scared and very nervous, and I cried right before it. But that gave me the power, the incredible foundation of realizing how strong I am. And so I'm able to use that experience in my day-to-day life. I was able to use that in realizing how strong I am, how incredibly uh, also capable I am of creating my reality in my own terms and not really worrying about what other people think of me. So my level of sovereignty increased, which is when later, when I was able to leave my 15-year business as a real estate broker, I was able to use the level of self-efficacy that I had learned through those tragic incidents and how to be strong regardless. Now, to do this, to be able to practice active mastery, remembering those times where you were transcended adversity is key, but it is also very important for you to have a very stable nervous system. You know, one of the things that Jogi Bhajan said is that uh, people in the age of Aquarius will suffer. They'll have a lot of depression and anxiety because they don't know who they are. When you don't know who you are, everything that everyone says about you or anything that is happening around you affects you deeply. And so when you start to integrate inner work and you connect deeply to who you are, you start to realize that life is always happening for you. And you're able to inactivate that mastery, that master within you, that allows you to move forward, regardless of what the outer world is. And right now that is so important, ladies, because the world is showing us so many reasons why we shouldn't take action upon our dharma. So many reasons why we should be afraid. So many reasons why we should feel that we're not good enough. Yet self-efficacy, as you strengthen it, enables enables you to look beyond that, enables you to remember who you are and enables you to integrate the technologies that will assist you in strengthening this muscle. So it's something you need to practice. If you don't practice it, you're just not going to get better at it. Now, the second component of self-efficacy that is very important is known as vicarious modeling. And what that means is looking at someone else as a mentor, as a coach, somebody who has actually done something that you yourself want to do. Now, we talked a little bit about this Monday as it relates to healing, holistically, meditation and yoga. And how this particularly modeling vicariously healing through holistic work is very difficult for especially black and brown women. And the reason that I say that is because we don't see a lot of black and brown women that are teaching meditation, that are teaching kundalini yoga, that are teaching yoga We have, I know, one really amazing teacher. Her name is Krishna Carr. She is an incredible teacher. She's African-American, and she literally teaches all women about kundalini yoga therapy. So you all want to follow someone amazing, definitely follow her. But very few Black and brown women are leading the way as it relates to holistic healing. You know, when I left the real estate industry, I was, the old, I was always the only one black and brown in the real estate community where I was the president of nonprofit boards. I was the youngest. I was part of several nonprofit organizations doing speeches. I mean, I literally was always the only black and brown woman. I didn't think that that was going to happen in the spiritual world or in the yoga and holistic world. And yet I found myself again being the only black or brown woman in the room. And so for us, especially as it relates to black and brown women and being able to model someone else that has healed holistically, it is crucial. It is crucial that you're able to really find that human being that inspires you so that you yourself can see what the possibilities are within you. Because let's t- let's, let's think about the Olympics. You know, when somebody breaks a record, all of a sudden someone else sees that that's possible. So then they themselves can break that person's record. But if you have never seen that that record has been broken, and it's going to be a lot more difficult for you to actually heal, Lizette says we have been there. The most we have been the most stripped of our satnam because of our power. We are the healers, absolutely, Lizette. And Christina says yes, yeah, and that's why we were stripped from our power because we were the ones that incorporated, integrated these holistic teachings from to begin with, and that's why it was done on purpose to be able to take this from us to be able to hold us down and keep us oppressed. So yeah, it was absolutely done purposely, but that doesn't mean that there are not other women out there. I mean, my community is primarily black and brown women. We do have white women as well, and we don't say no to white women, absolutely no. I love every color. Racism is a complete joke. I'm actually doing, or race is a complete joke. I'm actually doing a whole class next month in April, actually, I'm hosting a class for this community on healing ancestral karma racism as it relates to racism. So the reason that I'm that I'm very bold in stating that Satori Wellness and Spirituality is the, our intention is to break ancestral karmic cycles as it relates to Black and Brown women is because I know there's not a lot out there to help Black and Brown women. And white teachers, no offense, they don't know the struggles that we go through as Black and Brown women. They don't understand the deep karmic ancestral cycles that we need to break. They don't understand... The incredible oppression that we've been through, the witch hunt, the, the, the uh, massacre, uh, murders of Indigenous people. And that is why it is very important for you to really, as you are exchanging energy, whether that's financial or time, that you understand that you align yourself to somebody that you can see yourself in. And that is why it's so important for us to really speak to the Black and Brown woman at Satori Wellness and Spirituality. So vicarious modeling, finding someone else that actually has done it so that you yourself can increase your awareness around what you can actually do. Thank you for leading us. Christina, it is an honor. It is my pleasure. I feel like that's what I was born for. And all of my past life, you know, being in the real estate industry and always being the only brown and black woman prepared me for this. So I'm very, very, very grateful. The third aspect of uh, self-efficacy has to do with verbal persuasion. And this is where a coach and a mentor come in. And as a therapist, Kundalini Yoga therapist, this is exactly what we learned last week, integrated. I mean, I knew as a coach that this is exactly what needed to happen. But more importantly, and as it relates to therapy, we never look at a person's weakness. You know, traditional therapy, the first thing you do is you start talking about all the things that are wrong and all the things that went wrong. We don't even go into that. We move into the strengths and we focus on the strengths and we Look at the strength so that the individual can see the potential that they have within them. And so you need a coach. You need a mentor that believes in you, that sees what you don't see in yourself at all levels. It doesn't matter. I have coaches and mentors. Everybody needs a coach and a mentor. And that is exactly what is needed in order for you to increase the self-efficacy. Because if you don't see the greatness in you, then you're not going to be able to strengthen it. Uh, A lot of the times we ourselves as women are our worst enemies. And you know that. Yet, you know, there are other women that are looking at your life and admiring and, and, and just wanting those qualities that are within you. So it's so important to be self-aware of those strengths and not be so hard on ourselves on the weaknesses. And that is where you learn to control the mind. And also, when you can't do it, you have a support system of sisters, of a coach, of a mentor, of a therapist that then sees that in you so that you can fully bring the healing circle back home. Now, the last component of self-efficacy is also very, very important, and it has to do actually with emotional arousal. Now, emotional arousal has to do with our ability to basically move into the meditative mind by transmuting our energy. Now, what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is that a lot of the times, let's say you're super nervous about doing something in life, right? And this is how it actually works. You're nervous about doing the presentation or you're ill and you're not actually getting better. Then you go through these four components very easily. You know, you you practice, you practice the presentation at home, practice, practice, practice. That's the mastery part. Second part is you model, you go find someone that has done that presentation or has healed that way. Third part is verbal persuasion. You find yourself a mentor or a coach that supports you in the journey. And then the fourth part is that you do the presentation and you're still not, you still might feel nervous. You go and do the meditation and you still feel nervous because you've never done the meditation, right? But you're able to use the tools. This is what we were talking about. So one important tool, for example, is breathing. You know, most of us don't even breathe above our heart. We're all in the lower triangle because that's where the emotional traumas live. So if you are someone that is, has to do something really big in her life, like the presentation that I had to give right after the tragic event that happened into my life, then I can move into breathing techniques to help me calm myself down. I could move into deep meditative state into a neutral mind to remember who I am. And this is why I tell you a lot of the times people are really upset at themselves because they become triggered again by the same thing over and over. But the reality is that the healing journey is about collecting and acquiring these tools. So that if those triggers do come back, which they will, if you are going higher, the devil, I mean, the higher the levels, the higher the devils, right? If you are not growing, you are dying. So if you're feeling the fear, if you're feeling the anxiety, because if you haven't done anything, then the answer is not to stop doing it, because that's not going to get you anywhere. The answer is to integrate specific holistic tools to help you. Because if you don't integrate the holistic tools, what are you going to do? You're probably going to go take a shot of tequila to do the presentation. You're probably going to continue on the same behaviors as you've been before because you just don't believe. You don't believe that you can make an impact or a difference in your life. So it is very important to learn to transmute the energy. And that's what emotional arousal is all about. It's about being able to be in your body, being able to be with all of the emotions and being able to accept and surrender to them. Because once you can do that, then you can remember that there are mantras that you can use to zap the anxiety, that there are breathing techniques that you can use to zap the anxiety that are specific holistic things that we can actually do to strengthen the self-efficacy at that point and to move us into the next level of our life. So those are the key four components of self-efficacy. And you can actually, like I said, use them step by step by step by step as it relates to anything in your life that you are not taking action upon. Ultimately, we procrastinate because of low levels of self-efficacy and low levels of self-esteem. We protect ourselves because we don't want to be hurt or we don't want to be rejected. And that's really what procrastination is. And so in order for us to move beyond that, You must learn to strengthen the self-efficacy by moving through these four components. And the only way that is a sure way so that you don't relapse back into the old behaviors is through the inner work, through the SWC work, which all of these components that I just mentioned here are exactly what I teach inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality. Inside of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, our goal and our intention is for your self-efficacy to increase so that you can truly bring the healing circle home. So that we're not just putting a band-aid. We're looking at the psychology. We're looking at the mind. Because healing, the only place where healing ever happens is at the level of the mind. When illness appears in the physical body, it first begins in the aura, and in the arcorn. Those are two energetic bodies that we carry within us. And if we don't address the psychological issues and the energy behind the illness, then we will relapse. Behind the addiction, then we will relapse and we will continue to go back into those behaviors that will bring the illness back. And this is why self-efficacy is key in all areas of our life. Kule says surrendering, the biggest thing I'm learning to do absolutely surrendering is a huge aspect of self-efficacy because when you a lot of people when they hear the word surrender they think weak when in essence it's the strongest thing you can ever do surrender is having a stable enough nervous system that you're able to trust beyond what the eyes show you a lot of people don't know how to surrender a lot of people don't know how to relax you know in our kundalini yoga classes especially as as therapists uh, in our therapeutic classes The relaxation part is the most important part of the healing journey because, in relaxation, you create the space for healing, and that's what surrender is. And most of us feel that we need to hurry up through relaxation or that it's such a waste of time. When in reality, the problem is that you don't know how to relax, you don't know how to relax enough to surrender and actually trust the process of life. One that surrenders, like you mentioned, is one that has a very stable nervous system, knows who she is and trust god highest consciousness beyond anything someone that really realizes that life is always happening to her i mean for her and not to her and so surrender is a key component of self-efficacy if you can surrender then you probably or more likely have a very strong self-efficacy yes yes absolutely absolutely So today's the last day, ladies, March 3rd is the last day to join us for March's collective of classes. This month, instead of Satori Wellness and Spirituality, every single month, we have an energetic theme that we work towards. Last month, we worked on healing our relationships through healing of the inner child. This month, we are going to be detoxifying and purifying. And today is our first class of Kundalini Yoga Therapy. Today, we're going to be cleansing and purifying the lymph glands because When we don't purify the lymph glands, it has a lot to do with our lungs. There's an ancient saying that says, uh, whenever there's illness above the belly button, it could actually be illness forever. So we want to make sure that our lungs are cleansed. So we'll start the purification process today. This is why it's so important that you join us today. And this is why I cut off the date today. So you can actually go to ronikaberriganiam.com forward slash enroll. You can actually click on the link in my bio. It is going to go away after midnight tonight. If you can join us live for today's class, it's at 6 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. You have a replay. We actually have a full portal and your own Satori app where you can go on the app and watch all your replays. And you have a library of classes that I've actually hosted for the last two years. So check it out and uh, make sure that you do join us before today. It is very important that you take the classes in the order that they come because there's a methodology behind it. And all of these, this month is going to help us detoxify and purify, not just the body. We're also working on purification of the mind. And we're also working on purification of the spirit. So join us if you are courageous and ready to take your sovereignty back. Thank you, ladies. This has been such an incredible subject matter. I hope that you have received some uh, information that can help you as I related those four components of self-efficacy, this is a great time for you to journal, to go within and meditate, and to ask yourself, what areas in my life have I, am I not taking action? And in what part of the components of self-efficacy do I find myself stuck? Or which parts of the components of self-efficacy can I use to help me strengthen my own muscle, my own self-efficacy muscle? I hope that has helped you tremendously. I'm excited to bring Lizzie with us again on Friday so she can share with us her own uh, perception of self-efficacy, how this has shown up in her life and how it continues to show up. And there's a lot of exciting things that are happening in her life right now that I think will be perfect as we continue to share this subject matter. Thank you ladies so much for being here. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you to all of you that share this podcast. And for those that are always watching life and building live here on instagram and building community i love you all so much thank you for being part of this movement of women taking their sovereignty back by healing their inner child wounds reprogramming the subconscious mind and breaking ancestral karmic cycles that no longer service have a blessed rest of your wednesday enjoy this mars gemini energy and i'll see you friday 7. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my... Free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SESWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.